This is Kristen Krug, and you're listening to Chuck versus the podcast. Hi, my name is Graham Jones, but you can call me Gray. This is my show. It's about Chuck. It's filled with interviews, the latest news, crazy co-hosts, and spoilers that'll make your day. Oh, wait, wait, I need to go back. I host these TV nights. They used to be pretty boring, but everything changed when I found NBC's new show, Chuck. Pretty soon, my TV night got pretty crowded. Guys I didn't even know were showing up the door. Big important guys. Really scary, nasty, get killed for hosting them guys. Next thing I know, these super episodes are downloaded into my brain. Which means every moment of my life, I'm thinking about Chuck. ChuckTV.net sent their top people to protect me. That's Mel and Liz. They're pretty zany. They co-host with me now as a cover. So now I must welcome you to Chuck vs. the Podcast. The number one TV podcast for NBC's Chuck. This is Gray. This is Mel. This is Liz. And we want to welcome you to Chuck versus the Podcast, episode 39 for Monday, February 1st, 2010. We're so excited to bring you today an exclusive interview that I had with Kristen Krupp back in September. But before we get to Kristen, we want to talk a little bit about the ratings for this week's episode. And uh, Gray can tell you a little bit more about that. Well, the ratings for Chuck First Class, episode 305, are in, and you might have seen these on ChuckTV.net, but they are really encouraging. For the overnight numbers, approximately 6.9 million people tuned in to watch Kristen Kruk's debut on Chuck, which is actually 300,000 more than last week, which is great. And even more importantly, the show held steady with a 2.5 rating in the 18 to 49 demo. This uh, keeps Chuck easily in the top five shows for NBC and the top three scripted shows, which is awesome. And that's certainly good news for Chuck fans who have been waiting to see increases like that. And um, of course, of course, it bodes well for the show. It's um, what we've been working so hard for. Mm-hmm. We're pretty excited. And speaking of ratings, the January votes are in at Podcast Alley. We want to thank everybody for your tremendous outpouring. We got a whopping 131 votes in the month of January, which put us overall, all categories, at the number 12 position out of 75,000 podcasts worldwide. And in the TV category, of course, we're now, I think, the 14th month at the number one position. So thank you so much for your votes. And I do want to remind you that today, February 1st, uh, the votes do reset again, so if you would please uh, consider going to Podcast Alley and casting your vote, it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. And you may have noticed a new character on the show in this last episode, and someone who's going to be around, obviously, for at least a couple more, and that's Kristen Krug. And I had the opportunity to talk to her back in September. Um, she was just the sweetest, sweetest person. We had a great interview, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. So I want to welcome a fellow Canadian to the podcast. Thank you. And so how's your experience on Chuck so far? It's been really great. It's been really um, easy and lovely and welcoming. And the people here are great. And the cast and crew are awesome. And they're like a family. So it's really nice to come into. Really nice to be welcomed. And it's been light and enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And you had seen a few episodes before. Um, are you becoming a fan of the show? I think it's a really sweet show. I think that the... There's like a genuineness to the characters that I really enjoy, and it does. The show doesn't take itself seriously, which is also really lovely, and I and I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. 
And what about your, your character on the show, Hannah? What can you tell us about her? She's a fairly intelligent young woman. She's traveled around the world. She, she works in IT um, and loses her job in that first episode um, that she's in and ends up going to the Bymore. And she ends up working at the Bymore. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's really down to earth, but still very worldly at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so what, what qualities would you say you share with Hannah? What qualities do I share with Hannah? Um, I guess I'm worldly. I don't know. <laughs> I've traveled <laughs> a lot. Not the IT stuff. Terrible with that. Um, but from what I've seen, like she has a certain like grounded quality that I think that I share. Mm-hmm. Now, you are skilled at martial arts. <laughs> Very skilled. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, but yet you're not really involved yet in the spy action of the show. So do, can you see yourself using that skill set? Um, I could or I couldn't. I mean, it depends what they want me to do here, because I don't know if I'm going to need to whip out my my wire work skills. Um, but I, I I loved doing it. It's one of my favorite things to do. I have such a good time. Um, so either way, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And how are you enjoying playing comedy? It's good. I don't have a ton of the comedy stuff, you know? Like, I, I'm a little... I, it's lighter for me than usual, but I'm not doing a lot of the, the comedy comedy. Um, but I'm excited to, to like do more of that because I'm not used to it yet. Mm-hmm. And how would you compare? You've done a few features now, especially lately. How would you compare working on features versus working back in TV? It's, it's not that different except for TV's a longer haul and um, you do more work in a day, especially on the show. They do a lot of work in a day on the show, like eight pages, which, which for TV, like an hour-long show, is, is a lot. So it's it's a big workload that way. Movies, you know, you have more time. Even like just you, you just don't do as much work in the same way. It's more of a lighting thing that the the crew does more work. Mm-hmm. And uh, you also do a lot outside of film and TV. Um, you've got a couple of businesses that you're running. One of them is Girls by Design. What yeah. can you tell me about that? Girls by Design is a company that uh, I developed with my my friend uh, Kendra Voth. And we have our beta like ready. We're testing it right now, um, and it's an online content creation and social networking site for teen girls to help build self-esteem and confidence through action and creation. Um, so that's really what it's about. We've done a bunch of workshops around the world in Canada, Thailand, here in the states, and that's that's like been so much fun for me and for Kendra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's girlsbydesign.com. Yeah. GirlsByDesign.com. There's not much there yet, but there will be soon. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you mentioned, at least it's reported online, that you mentioned you wanted to travel to South America at one point. Yes. Did you ever get a chance to? I went to Ecuador with my girlfriends. We um, There's four of us, Alice and Mac being one of the four of us, and we uh, every year now we're going on a wild women's adventure, we call it. So it's really about challenging ourselves as women and bonding as girls. So we went to Ecuador, which was amazing. We went to the Amazon, saw a shaman in the jungle traveled to the Andes, went horseback riding in the mountains. It was so beautiful. And this year we're going to go to Syria. That's our plan. Wow. Very, yeah. very cool. More I, of a cultural trip. I highly recommend Peru. Peru, yes. Yeah. I've heard good things too. And where else would you like to travel? Um, I would love to travel everywhere. I really want to spend some time in Africa. I spent a little bit in Morocco when I was shooting, but I want to just like go around and, and really learn about the area because mm-hmm. I think that's one part of the world that I'm I'm not as aware of, and I'd like to learn more about. Um, yeah, 
And I'd love to spend time in Laos. I was in Thailand for a while, but I never got to go up to Laos, and I want to go to Laos. Um, I'd love to go to New Zealand. I've heard it's a lot like British Columbia in some ways, so I want to go there and lots of places. And when you travel, you don't do the tourist thing. What's I, different about I it? I don't. I try to really get a sense of the culture and the people. And I, and I love going places and learning about those regions because I think that what we were talking about earlier is just that the politics of a region or what's going on culturally is really, with our media, it's really sheltered from us. When you're there and you're with the people, you get a stronger sense of what's going on. And I, and I really, really like that. And I try and, I don't go super backpacky generally now, but I try and stay more local or stay with families. Mm -hmm. Unless I'm in India. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you just finished Ben-Hur recently. What's next for you? Um, well, I've got this, and then I just produced a short film that's actually second day to camera today in Vancouver, so I'm missing the shoot, which I'm sad about. But I've been working on, on that, and we want to build some more projects, because I, I really like producing. It's so much fun. Mm. Well, we'll be looking out for it. Yes. And uh, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. So thank you. And we're back. What a sweetheart she is. Isn't she just, she's cute as a bug. I just, I adore listening to her. And of course, watching her on the show is, it's a treat. It's a real treat. And and I was never a Smallville fan. So it's kind of all new to me. I was a Smallville fan, still am. I, I have, I think, seasons one through seven on DVD. Um, and so it was a, an, a special privilege for me to meet her. But uh, the really cool thing, I think I mentioned this a while back, but because they were shooting at the time that our interview was going on, we kept on having to stop the questions and wait while a scene was shot. And so I would have a chance to uh, to actually um, have a conversation with Christian in between the interview questions. And we got talking about traveling and, and a lot of her likes and dislikes. And, and she's just a really, really, really... A very cultured person, mm -hmm. um, but very down to earth at the same time. You know how a lot of cultured people have a certain air about them, but she's very, very humble, and and uh, you just get the idea that she could get along with anybody. Yeah, it sounded like that as the various cast members they were being interviewed in those interviews have been coming out in advance of her appearance. Everyone just talked about how much they enjoyed working with her and what, uh, how nice she was, and and how much they liked having her on set and. Uh, IGN had an interview with her where she talks about um, that she had been hearing some of these comments from the other actors and was just really touched by that. So mm -hmm. sounds like she was a good fit. Yeah. And she is Canadian. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those tough Canadians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and, and actually, she can kick some butt. Uh, if you've seen any of her other stuff, uh, uh, she's done movies and, of course, in Smallville. Um, she can kick some serious butts. So I don't know if we're going to get us, get to see any of that on Chuck, but uh, I guess that, that leads to our uh, discussion of episode 305. Um, what did you guys think of the episode? Oh, it was so cool. I love that sort of having Chuck on a mission by himself in this confined mm -hmm. uh, space. And um, it was a, another way for the writers to keep it fresh. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I really, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I liked uh, Kristen's introduction. She just, I think the interaction between, between Hannah and Chuck was just so sweet. You know, you just, I, by the end of the episode, I found myself hoping, oh, I, you know. <sighs> For shame. I know. I know. <laughs> You're going to get hate mail. I know. Yeah. Oh. Which is interesting because uh, it, it really contrasts with the with Lou and 
with Jill last season. Uh, when you think about the introductions of each of those characters, Lou was like knockout right away. Jill obviously has the history and, and, it, and it came first with the flashbacks about their relationship. So you knew that there was that built-in history. I think now um, to make this a believable interest for Chuck, they had to bring her in more slowly mm-hmm. because of where Chuck is at with Sarah. So I, I thought it was well handled that way. Yeah. What did I? My sus- suspension of disbelief took a little bit of a hit there at the end of the episode when she just walked into the Bymore. It's like, I don't know. I... But we'll have to wait and see how that pans out in 306. Um, yeah. You know, I, I thought if they had made it a week, it might have been more believable. But the fact that it, it was like a day or two later, it felt yeah. like. Yeah. So that was a little quick. I, yeah. You know, she's she's a pretty girl and she's smart. And I just couldn't quite believe that she, that her connection with Chuck was so strong that she immediately took off for the buy more. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I was just glad to see her there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we well, knew it was coming, but yeah. just it just seemed a little bit awkward to me. But that may be explained in better detail in 306. But mm. um, I saw um, one of the advanced reviews talked about her and how um, how Kristen Crook just twinkled. Oh, yeah. In this episode as Hannah. And I thought that was a perfect description. She does. Perfect. She just twinkles, she just yeah. twinkles at Chuck. Yeah. And it's no wonder he's a little, um, you know, he's a little infatuated, I think. And who can blame him? Mm hmm. Well, I know who can blame him, but yeah, um, <laughs> I think just keep watching. I think I think it's believable. I think it yeah. is. Now, there's quite a bit of other stuff going on in the in this episode. We've got Shaw really stepping in and stepping on people's toes mm-hmm. in, at the beginning of this episode, and you can you can see a strong reaction from from Sarah and from Casey. And I thought that was um, it was it was really really interesting to see. Sarah and Casey behind the scenes, forced behind the scenes again, as we talked about uh, with the last episode. Yeah. Made to stay in the car. Yeah. Yeah. And we got a real good example of how Shaw is going to be handling, how he's going to be mentoring Chuck. There's a lot of tough love going on here. Mm -hmm. Um, And him saying, you know what? It's been two plus years. Get him out there. Put him in the field. And of course, Chuck loves it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, until he suddenly realizes, oh, I'm on a plane by myself with this enormous guy who's yeah. trying to kill me. <laughs> oh no! And that's you know he does the scream like a girl and run away, but he does you know he does step up. So yeah, um, and what a way to force him to to really kind of dig in dig inside himself and see if he can do it or not. Mm-hmm. Which I think for for Chuck, it was a it was a great episode and a great way to show that. You know, yeah, put on the spot. He's got what it takes. He could do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Under pressure, he can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though, I mean, you still have, I, I love the fact that he beat them without using his nunchucks. <laughs> like you expected the whole episode when he pulled them out. I was like, it, it's that false expectation, I guess, when you expect, okay, I'm going to get to see him use these. And then yeah. he never does. Or not. <laughs> yeah. And he mourns the fact, too. That I was know. Pretty funny. Yeah. That was cute. He really wanted to use those. <laughs> yeah. And I love that we saw that Sarah, of course she knows how to fly a plane. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we you know, sometimes we forget because we're so focused on her relationship with Chuck that she is in fact a world class spy. Yeah. You know, they reminded us of that in three oh one when she told Chuck that for the last six months she's been working with the best spies in the world. Mm-hmm. But now we saw, you know, that can you fly a plane? Of course. Mm-hmm. No problem. So I yeah. like that. I like seeing that for her, for that character in particular, because we see, you know, Casey and his guns all the time. And so it was just nice to see Sarah's um, spy expertise 
mm-hmm. featured a little bit. What was going on at the Buy More? Oh, this is where we get the homage to um, Casey to Adam Baldwin's uh, My Bodyguard. Yeah, and um, and just classic, classic interaction with like and it was good to see Casey in so involved in the Buy More without Chuck. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of new. That's kind of new, and and again, um, another um, way of showing the evolution of Casey, mm-hmm. even caring that much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, before, who cared? He didn't care. He was just there as, you know, undercover. But here, he actually stepped out and did something that he wasn't actually assigned to do. And mm-hmm. for Morgan, of all people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> of all people. Yeah. yeah. And But I really love that we got the little homage to My Bodyguard, which is one of, I believe that was Adam's first uh, movie, or, or at least it may, it's where he made his first big splash. Yeah. Um, and we get, we get that little scene. Um, in the home theater room, and I gave a little squeal. I'll, I'll admit. Uh huh. So kudos to the writers for throwing that in there. Yeah. So all in all, a great episode, and I I love the fact that um, they were going somewhere else. Um, I yeah. I saw the airplane set, and actually, it looks so small from the outside, and yet they did so much with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really really cool to see that very 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 good set of the first class compartment. Um, and how they were able to use that to create a whole environment and, and have a, an international expedition and yeah. and uh, see um, Chuck going places other than, uh, other than just Burbank. Sort of, yeah. He never actually got to get off the plane. Yeah. Paris, aw. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someday, Chuck. Yeah. yeah. Maybe someday. <laughs> so we're going to start to wrap things up. Um, we want to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can also... Uh, if you'd like to be notified by email of podcast goings on, you can send a, an email to mail at chuckpodcast.com and just put notification in the subject line. And as well, vote for us at Podcast Alley. And as well, uh, I want to remind you about Chuck is On, a place where you can order Chuck-themed items and also any other items from Amazon.com that you want to order. Um, you can uh, help us to have a little bit of um, kickback from that. And uh, any donations that you want to give us are always always appreciated and merchandise themed for uh, Chuck versus podcasting as well. ChuckTV.net um, helps us to keep things going. And uh, don't forget that Valentine's day is coming up. So remember to share the love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know my sweetheart would love a Chuck versus the podcast mug. I mean, it's romantic. <laughs> Maybe if you filled it with flowers and chocolates. (laughs) That's right. But speaking of keeping things going, um, we want to thank Movie Morons podcast at moviemorons.com and Mm -hmm. syrianjunkies.de. They're our official sponsors, and we encourage you to visit both of their sites. Of course, Movie Morons, their podcast talks about all things movies. And uh, syrianjunkies.de is uh, the Germany's largest television fan site. So check them out. Mm Mm-hmm. And, of course, if you have any questions or comments to share, come on and uh, email us at mail at chuckpodcast.com. We welcome one and all. Indeed. So we're going to wrap things up and uh, really, really exciting. Next week, we're going to have Sarah Lancaster and Ryan McPartland video interviews from September. That's going to be great. And so you can watch for us on your iTunes or on the website. And if you don't want to hear any spoilers, now's the time to turn us off and we'll catch you next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. And we're back with spoilers.
Got some good stuff coming up in his spoiler com- column. Um, Asialo at EW.com confirmed that we do indeed find out Sarah's name this season. In fact, it will be in episode 308, which is the episode, the first episode back after the Olympics. It airs on March 1st, which, if you recall, was in the original return date for Chuck. So um, we still get something really special on that day, even though we've been able to see several episodes of Chuck already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's interesting. Some people have have uh, just been picking up on this news and saying, now, wait a minute, Jenny Burton's not her real name? Uh, apparently not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh-huh-huh. Yeah, I, I kind of figured that all along. So did I, but... Yeah. Well, and we have casting news for episode, if you can believe it, episode 315, Chuck mm-hmm. versus the Role Models. And again, this is a lot of text, so I'm going to read off of the paper here, but... Uh, Here goes. We have a casting call for Mrs. Turner in her 50s. Attractive, waspy, stylish, smooth, and dignified. She and her husband, Mr. Turner, I guess that, are a CIA (laughs) super couple. um, Highly decorated, extremely accomplished, expert CIA agents who have been together for 30 years. Congratulations. Um, Their relationship is tumultuous, to say the least. And it's a major promotable guest star. So I don't know if we have any ideas on who that could be. Me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want Kathleen Turner. That'd be fun. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. <gasps> okay, keep going. I got an idea. <laughs> okay. And uh, then Mr. Turner. Yeah. Oh, how about... Um... Did it just click for you? Dennis Quaid? Oh, oh, Dennis Quaid. From oh, yeah. Blues. Oh, yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking from uh, Romancing the Stone. Oh. Oh, yeah. Michael Douglas. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, let's get on to Mr. Turner in his 50s. Michael, yeah, either either one of those would work, I guess. Uh, Handsome, waspy, stylish, smooth, and dignified. He and his wife, Mrs. Turner, again, we guessed that, are a CIA super couple, highly decorated, extremely accomplished, expert CIA agents who have been together for 30 years. And, uh, you know, it's the same <laughs> description yeah, the same as thing. the last one, which I guess would make sense. Yeah, just with he instead <laughs> yeah. of she. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, either one of those. Uh, now, I mean, those are big stars, but, you know, they've been pretty successful at getting these big stars. So, who knows? Can't wait to see the casting news on that one. Yeah. Conan O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he can go for 50, but he can He's available now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, anyway, okay, so the next one is Otto von Vogel, um, 35 to 50. German, severe, cold, and clever. He's a software designer who has created a program that could render c- the CIA security useless, which I'm guessing would include the Intersect. Sounds like it. He throws a party in his mansion as a smokescreen to evaluate potential buyers. And I guess Team Bartowski is going to the party. You think? <laughs> I, why are these bad guys always throwing parties at mansions? Uh, yeah, you well, know? really. Yep. And so, and we have boy, lots of people. Justin Sullivan, thirty years old, handsome and doctorly. He works in the Congo as part of Doctors Without Borders, and does whatever it takes to deliver medicine to those who need it. This is a guest star that, interestingly, is possibly recurring. So possibly recurring. Wonder what that could be. And this is already episode fifteen, so uh, um, recurring could be important. There's some speculation that Justin Sullivan is uh, red herring the name, and mm-hmm. that the last name could actually be Woodcomb. Because okay. if you recall, Devin's brothers didn't come to his wedding because they were overseas working with Doctors Without Without Borders. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
That's pure speculation, though. Yeah. Well, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have a head soldier, 40 to 50, an African-American soldier in the Congo. This intimidating man heads up an armed militia. And this is a co-star. Um, so lots going on in the Congo. I wonder if they, they will actually be in the Congo. That would be neat. I doubt it. Yeah, so I doubt it. because They didn't get to go to Paris for real. Yeah. They're going to go to Congo for real. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Then we have another one, a soldier, 30 years old, African-American. He's a soldier in an unnamed m- militia in the Congo. And this is a co-star as well. So, uh, wow. I mean, I, lo- I love how diverse these episodes are see- seen. Yeah. Well, you know, 314, we discussed last time, um, it takes place on a train in Europe, somewhere in Europe. We're not quite sure where because we've got people, um, Basque, Canadian, that doesn't mm-hmm. help it, um, and Well, you know those Polish, Canadians, they get around. They do get around. That's what mm-hmm. I've heard. Uh, that's what she said. They <laughs> So it's somewhere in Europe in that one. And then in 315, we get to go to the Congo. So it sounds like, remember when we had that live chat with Phil Klemmer? Mm-hmm. And he was saying, someone asked him, you know, if you got to, if you did get extra episodes, what would you really, really want to do? And he said he would love to take them abroad. Mm-hmm. And looks like they're getting to. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, very cool. Green screen there. That's what they get to do. Yeah. Well, interestingly, even when they're in Burbank, they green screen a lot. Of it. Yeah. They do. <laughs> yeah. It's called, almost a need, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in an interview at the TCA press tour, Sarah Lancaster said that Ellie's very ambitious, obviously, and very goal-oriented. Um, there's some talk of Ellie acquiring a new job that directly inter- interferes with Chuck and Awesome, wanting to keep her away from the spy world. So hmm, this might slam her right into it, though. Hmm. Interesting. Could- could this be in connection to the Doctors Without Borders plotline in 315? Maybe. Yeah, it could very well be. And it makes you wonder. Um, we know that one new person is going to learn about the spy world this season. Mm-hmm. And I, I always thought it would be Morgan, but who knows? Maybe it's Ellie. Well, mm-hmm. actually, if you watch carefully for the the promos that for the rest of the season that NBC put out a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and somebody did screen cap it and put it in the... Uh, the appropriate thread on the checktv.net forum, you can see who it is. Really? Yeah. Ooh. I actually don't want to know. Okay. I actually, I do my best to forget these spoilers so that I can never... <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, I like to know, but on the other hand, I mean, I know stuff, well, thanks to these casting calls now through 315, yeah. but I know the, the the bulk of what happens up through 313. And, yeah. and there's a couple of, well, there's some majorly awesome stuff coming up. Yeah, and uh, that I hope does not leak out mm-hmm. ahead of time because it's so cool, so cool. Yeah. I kind of wish I didn't know. But well, I, I like the fact that these spoilers are like ten episodes ahead because I I can <laughs> thoroughly forget everything by the time we get there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, wait a minute, where have I heard this before? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. cool. So uh, I guess that's all we have, and you'll see us next week. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and this this has been a lot of fun. It, it has. has. I really mm-hmm. am enjoying doing these video podcasts, and, and we hope you guys are enjoying it, too. Yeah. Let us know what you think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So uh, until next time, see you later. Ciao. Take care.